0: Welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary. I'm back here with my stepdad today. Uh, We're going to be talking about the upcoming NBA season. A few hours ago, I released a piece uh, reviewing the NBA season and making my predictions uh, for uh, this upcoming season. I I did some power ranking of each each team. Uh, Then I made my predictions for each regular season award. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I can't wait for the season. It's, it's coming up in tw- 12 days. Uh, the preseason starts tomorrow. Um, I'm really excited, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I know. It's been, uh, you know, I forgot what it was like having those six or seven months off um, when the pandemic hit, and then it's just been all the all the major sports playing now. Um, well, not all. Football and basketball starting back up. It's just great to have, you know, it's starting back up and have some some ball on.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so we're gonna start today with my power rankings. So I ranked each uh, all thirty teams, and I put them into tiers. So th- they're separated into eight tiers, I believe. I mean, within within each tier, the rankings are fluid. Uh, so I'm not I'm not gonna like if you want to say that like in my in my tier two like tier uh, if you want to say that team three should be below team four. Sure, like, they're, they're fluid, so it's not like they're concrete. They can move around. All the teams within each tier are pretty close to each other, so they can move around. Uh, but yeah, let's start off with my first tier. This is my These are my championship favorites, or my championship favorite, um, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. I think they're the best team in the NBA, and I, I think there's a pretty big margin between them and my second team. They won the title last year. Um, and they improved drastically over the offseason. They have the best player in the league, another top-ten player in Anthony Davis. Obviously, the best player in the league is LeBron James. That's who I'm talking about. Then they added Dennis Schroeder. They added Marc Gasol. They added Montrezl Harrell. They added Wesley Matthews. Uh, they re-signed Anthony Davis. They re-signed Marquise Morris. Like, they did a lot to this team. Um, they fixed some issues. like Their lack of depth was a huge issue last season. The lack of perimeter shooting was a huge issue. They fixed that. Um, I, I love what they did over the offseason, and I think they made themselves championship favorites by, a, by a, a fairly big margin.
1: Yeah, last year they were, I mean, everybody knew they had great players, but the knock on them was they didn't have depth. Yeah. They didn't have, you know, LeBron, Anthony Davis, you got to come off the court. When you do, what's going to happen? Yeah. Now this year, they, I mean, drastically. Improve that, yeah. I mean, they're by far the favorites. I mean, there's not much you can say about. I mean, how good they did, and and I mean, if anyone says someone else is a favorite, I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't see how they can think. That I, I agree. Truly, I yeah. just
0: don't think there's an argument <clears throat> for anyone else. I love what the Lakers yeah. did. They had they had an A plus offseason easily, and and they're my they're the only team uh, in my tier one. Sure. Yep. So at the start of my tier two, these are championship contenders. These are elite teams. That are good enough to compete for the title. Starting at number 2. I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, man. They had a good offseason as well. Uh, they have Obviously they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the Bucks are going to go wherever Giannis takes them. But they also have Chris Middleton. Dante DiVincenzo. Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. That's their starting lineup. Um, the Drew Holiday addition over the offseason was huge. They also got Torrey Craig. Who was really good for the Nuggets in the playoffs two seasons ago. They got Brian Forbes, a really good shooter, really good, yeah. and they got Bobby Portis from the Knicks. Um, so the Knicks lost one of their 500 power forwards, <laughs> sadly. Uh, but I like what the Milwaukee Bucks did. Get and It sounds like James Harden has put them on a list of teams where he would want to go to. Uh, sounds like a trade between the two teams uh, would be unlikely. Uh, I don't know what the Bucks would give the, the Rockets or what the Rockets would get in return. Uh, but even if this is the lineup they have on um, on opening night, this is a good team. Through Holiday, he's a good two-way player, provides a lot of value defensively, but he's also a solid shot creator. I like him a lot. He's definitely an an upgrade over Eric Bledsoe. Dante DiVincenzo, he he's a good defender. Um, as was everybody on the Bucks roster last year, like everyone on the Bucks roster was high, like they were all super high and like every defensive metric, like defense defensive wooden chairs, defensive box plus minus, defensive player impact plus minus, like every single defensive metric you could find. Bucks players were likely at the top of that list. So he's good. Chris Middleton, um, such a good player, very good shot creator, but also is such is a really good perimeter defender. Um, and then obviously I'm Giannis. Uh, he's won the last two MVPs. And then Brook Lopez. He, he's a good a good center. He can protect the rim, and he can spread the floor. I love him. He's one of my favorite bigs in the NBA. And he, I'm not saying he's one of the best. Just one of my personal favorites. This team, I, I think they are now ready to actually like to legitimately contend for a title. Um, I think the trio of Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. That's a strong trio, um, and with how talented Giannis is, I think they have what it takes uh, to win the title this year. It's going to be tough to knock off the Lakers, but this is a really good team.
1: Yeah, if the Lakers didn't make all the moves they did, people you'd be saying that they they might Bucks might be favored exactly because of all their moves. I mean, they did everything right. Uh, you know, trying to keep Giannis there. I yep. don't know if it's going to happen. Which I mean, I don't know how you can turn down what two hundred twenty one million. Um, yeah. Over five years. I mean, it's so yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, d- great job getting Drew Holiday. I mean, and I mean, they need shooters to go around their best defensive, you know, or full team all around. Um, Tory Craig, another defensive, really good defensive player. Love everything they've done. It's just the question the question about them is can Giannis do enough shooting, do enough to win in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, that's e- what come from. Exactly. Down to. That's the
0: yep. big question. Um, and, I mean I I've always had questions about uh well, their head coach uh, coach Bud, yep. uh, mm-hmm. M- uh Bo- Mike Moonhauser yeah. um I think he 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 made some Really questionable decisions in the playoffs last year. And I'll just be frank. He he was horrendous. And he was the main reason why they lost and why they didn't even make the conference finals. It was his fault because he wasn't playing his stars enough. Like, they weren't even playing 35 minutes a game. Right. And yeah, yeah. Giannis, yeah, Giannis should be playing <clears throat> 40 minutes a night in the playoffs. Yeah, Like, he should barely come off the floor.
1: Yes, yeah, it's not like he's 40. Like, the we, only time
0: Giannis yeah. should come off the floor is for halftime. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, I, I just... but and, and obviously, I'm kidding. But he needs to play, like, 40 minutes a night in the playoffs. Right. He's 26 years old. Yes. He just won the last two MVPs. Why is he not playing at least 40 minutes a night in the playoffs? doesn't make sense.
1: Uh, and, and he's got... A great defensive team, so he's not yeah, like yeah, he's, ex- yeah, he's not exactly. like exuding all his energy playing defense because he's having to pick up for the rest of his team. No, he's got right. help. So yeah, there's no reason. And, and you know, we had that. You know, us being Hawks fans, it's we had that knock on Coach Bud when he was here. Yeah, and he did a lot of just stuff that just didn't make sense. Um, so yeah, it's I, I, I'm interested to see if they don't, yeah, make it to the NBA finals this year, whether Coach Bud or whether um. Giannis Days. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So, at number three, I have Denver Nuggets. Love this team. This team has a chance to be really, really good. I um, mean, I think their ceiling um, depends on Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Now, Jamal Murray looked, like, incredible Amazing. in the bubble, and that's understanding how good he was um, in Orlando. I mean, he... I mean, he looks like a totally different player. He was hitting shots off the dribble like Damian Lillard. He was attacking the basket. Apparently, he gained, um, like, 15 pounds of muscle over quarantine. You could tell. He was a different player, um, and he looked like a star. Um, I love the way he played in the bubble. If if that, if that bubble Jamal Murray is here to stay, they're going to be, like, extremely good. And I actually buy Jamal Murray being that kind of player. That's why I have them at number three. Um, and then Michael Porter Jr. He's got a lot of potential. He just needs to realize it. And he's he has got a, the potential to be a good shooter and a good off the dribble scorer. Um, I just haven't seen it yet. Um, I think we've seen flashes, but we haven't seen him do it with any kind of consistency. If he begins to do it uh, this season, like the the Nuggets are like are probably the second best, or not probably they are the second best team in the league. Um, I. Maybe they can push the Lakers, but the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis. It'd be hard to do, but the, these are the top three teams. And the Nuggets, they got Nikola Jokic, who I haven't even talked about yet. Right. He's a top ten player, like the best one of the best passing big men of all time. And and he's always sneakily an MVP, like mm-hmm. an MVP candidate. Like he's not, he hasn't finished top three yet, but he like you, you look at the ballots, he's always in the top ten. Like for the past couple of years. He's always in the top ten. Then they got Paul Millsap, Gary Harris Jr. They just re-signed Monte Morris. Um, they, they signed Jermichael Green from the Clippers. They drafted Zeke Nagy. They drafted RJ Hampton. Like This team is so deep. I get they <clears throat> lost Jeremy Grant, but I'm sure they let him go because they know that Michael Porter Jr. has taken that leap. I'm, I'm sure that if he didn't, they they wouldn't have let Jeremy Grant go. I love this team. They got a lot of depth. They got the star power. If if Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are if they take that leap and become stars, this team is going to be extremely dangerous.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a little worried about Millsap. He's still got a lot left in him, but he's getting older. He's yeah. not as athletic. You've got him paired, you know, front court with um joke, you know, Joker, which. You know, it looks like he's in pain out there, you know, running up and down the court. He's amazing. I mean, it looks awful, but it's, he gets the job done and it gets the job done incredibly. Um, I love the draft of um, RJ Hampton. Um, I wasn't high on him during mocks and looking into it, but I really think he's going to be a a solid player. Um, But yeah, yeah, they've made another jump i agree that they're the um they've taken over the clippers for the second spot in in the west
0: yeah yeah definitely um and man, i mean they're, they're just so deep and i get okay i'm gonna talk about a player who i also think can have a big impact this year i get that he's kind of a meme on twitter but bol, bol <laughs> is like sneakily a, a a solid nba player he's huge he can handle the rock a bit he can shoot. Um, he can block shots. If he's improved and has become a player that you can like actually give minutes in the playoffs, that that just adds another element to this team. Like you could you could roll out a lineup with Jokic, Bobol, and and Michael Porter Jr. as your five through three as your three through five, and that's huge. Like that gives you um like like just a combo of Jokic and Bobol. That is a disgusting. Front court defensively, so like they they're just so deep, and and that just goes along with that premise of their depth. It, it is just so impressive. Um, but like I mentioned at, when I first started talking about them, their ceiling depends on whether Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Are, like whether they can take that leap into stardom.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean you're pretty confident in say Murray is going to. Yeah, yeah, to, I, I, mean, I, I, I buy it. The I jump buy that he it. made I mean, from the regular season to the bubble, if he makes. That jump no, in the next two years. I mean, he's a superstar. I mean, I'm
0: just saying, like, if he's that player, which yeah. I think he is, and, and I mm-hmm. get that the the environment in sure. Orlando in the bubble was shooter friendly. Yeah, but like, it, it, that doesn't make you turn into a, <laughs> a an elite shot creator. It doesn't make you. It doesn't turn you into a guy that is generating rim rim attempts. Like you, like you've never done before. Like he was a different player. He was, he was like a good playmaker. Like he was doing all these things at a superstar level. Now I don't think he's gonna be a superstar because, like, if he if he can if he replicates his bubble production next season, um, we we got a major issue, and the Nuggets are gonna be like. They might be in tier one with the Lakers, right? Yeah, like that's how good they could be if Murray is that kind of player. I don't think he's gonna be that good, but I do think he's gonna be. I do think he is a a, a level above where he was during the regular season. I
1: hope they get they put the Nuggets on more primetime games instead of and, and they're not late red uh, not red zone but <laughs> yeah, uh, full yeah. court um, yeah yeah because they are. Exciting to watch. They are just—I mean—so much talent on that yeah, team. Yeah, I can't. Wait. And coach, I forgot his name, but he's a, Mike Malone. Malone yeah, really Mike good coach Malone. with this young young talent. Yeah.
0: All right. And number four, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, you know, last year I was really high on them when they got Kawhi Leonard and and Paul George in the offseason last year. I said that they were the best team in the league, um, and because they had the star power, like the duo of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's really that's incredible, but they also had an 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 incredible amount of depth. Um, I don't feel the same about this team as I did last year, which is why they're fourth um, and not higher. I, I like what they have, like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are still both stars in this league, and Kawhi Leonard is a top three player in the NBA. Uh, they just don't have the same. I'm not as high on their depth as I was last year. Like Serge Ibaka is good, Marcus Morris Senior. He's good. Patrick Beverly. I like him. Um, I'm just Paul George. I'm not as high on Paul George as as I was last year. He disappointed me in the playoffs. Um, But we'll see what they look like. Tyron Luther, head coach, who is who? maybe, like, I might have to whisper this. Maybe he's an upgrade over Doc Rivers. He might be. Because he has a title in the last five years. Doc doesn't. Um, but we'll see what they do. Maybe they look like a different team under Tyronn Lue. Um, I don't like the way Doc Rivers coached in the playoffs. Their offense sucked, and, and not just like the, their offensive production. No, their offensive, like their sets sucked. They just played iso ball, let Kawhi and Paul George do whatever, and everyone just stood around them. There was no creativity, and that's why they lost to the Nuggets. Uh, but they still got the talent they still got the depth. I like the additions of Serge Ibaka and Luke Kennard. Um, I think those two can have a big impact on them. Um, and, and Luke Kennard is, like, he's going to have a big role on this team. Like, he's a good secondary ball handler, a good <coughs> shot creator. Like, and, and he's going to have a big role on this team. I like him. Um, I like what he provides to this team. I'm just I'm lower on Paul George and that, and that's a huge reason why they're at four for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I I'm glad you said Luke Kennard because I think that he is going to play a vital role on this team. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I have them probably sixth seventh this year. I'm just I, I don't know if it was because of Doc, um, but you know Ty Ty Lou was an assistant last year, so I don't think yeah. I don't think the team's going to be much different. Yes, he is. A better coach than, um, than Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is you know squandered so many. Doc re- is re- good. Rewards.
0: I just he was so bad in the playoffs. Like, yeah, he was terrible. But, but and he's, he he, 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 he's he got he got have. fired, and he should like he should have.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I just I'm not crazy about the team. I mean, Kawhi is still great. Yeah. So you, you can't drop him too much, even on a bad year. And Paul George, yeah. might not be what he used to be, but he still got paid a couple of days ago, and he can still score and he can still defend. So they're going to be good. I just, like, you know, some other teams have made improvements. Yeah. I just don't think, I think they're going to stand still. Yeah. I, I, I understand that.
0: Yep. And number five, I have the Brooklyn Nets. And this was a team that was hard to rank because I think Kevin Durant is kind of a wild card uh, because he suffered an Achilles injury, which is extremely, it is historically hard to come back from, uh, from that kind of injury. If he's like similar to the player he was in Golden State, uh, they should be above the Clippers. Uh, but for now, I'm gonna keep them at a safe five or not a safe five because safe for me would have been closer to like eight. eight yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them at a relatively medium five for now. Um, I like what they have. Kyrie Irving, he's a stud. Um, one of the better point guards in the league. Karis Levert, and Joe Harris. Um, and Karis LeVert was really good in the playoffs He's going to be in a secondary role now He's not going to be on the ball as much uh, Obviously uh, But I like him Joe Harris is a great shooter Jared Allen He's a good young center I hope that he plays more minutes than DeAndre Jordan Because I don't know why DJ was playing at all uh, But I like Jared Allen And Kevin Durant he is who he is. He's one of the best players of all time. Um, and he's been one of the best players, if not the best player in the league, the past couple of years pre-injury. Um, if he can get back to that kind of level of play, the Nets are going to be a serious problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be. I mean, in his game, I mean, he's still what seven foot. So yeah. It's not like he's having to jump over and around people. He He still can shoot. I mean, regardless of the Achilles, yeah. I know it's a big – issue big injury but it's almost like he's had a, a year and a half off yeah since we started the season you know a few months later um I don't think he'll be as good but you know not as good of one of the best players is still right. you know pretty good um love the uh Landry Shamit. yeah I was about uh, to I was about to say the loved, Landry Schammett yeah. sh- signing was yeah huge. And, and I think oh, no yeah. that was a trade it was a trade yeah because they right. traded mm-hmm. the
0: 19th pick Yep. Uh, to get Shaman.
1: yeah, and uh, Jared Allen has been really good in his young career. Um, Joe Harris is going to be so good for this team because yep. they're they're going to be doubling Kyrie and Durant. Joe Harris is going to get so many open shots. Um, and LeVert played so well that I'm. I think, I think this team, their most interesting team, and I think they'll live up to the hype because yeah. I, I I do think that um, Durant will be as good as. Expected not as good as he was, yeah, but very good.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I like that team. Um, but yeah, I like the Shaman edition. They, they got depth. They got star power. Um, I think it all just hinges on what 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 kind of
1: player Kevin Durant is and the coaching. Yeah, coaching with Nash. Yeah, with being Steve Nash, the coach, Mike D'Antoni. I mean, I, like, yeah, and I know it's a it's a league now with superstars have a lot of input on right. the coach on the coach and the plays and everything. So we'll just see how because this is his first, you know, head coaching gig.
0: Oh yeah, they'll be fun to watch. Uh, number six have the Boston Celtics. Uh, they they made some big improvements over the offseason. They got Tristan Thompson. Uh, so like their center rotation is pretty good with him and Ties. Uh, They added Jeff Teague, who was a a, a good, solid backup point guard. They drafted Aaron Naismith. It was a reach, but he's a good shooter. Um, And obviously, they have Jason Tatum, who was a star. Uh, Jalen Brown, who was a really, really good two way player. Marcus Smart, one of the better guard defenders in the league. Then they got Kimball Walker, who isn't the same player he was a few years ago uh, with the Hornets, Uh, but uh, he's still a good player. He's dealt with some injuries over the past like year, um, so that might slow him down a bit. Uh, but I-, I like that team's got a lot of depth. If Jay- if Jason Tatum takes that next step towards becoming a superstar, I think the Boston Celtics are going to be a scary team in the playoffs. Uh, and they got a lot of depth. They got a great head coach in Brad Stevens. I if, if Tatum can take that next leap. Um, I think that's that dictates where the Celtics team goes.
1: Yeah, and he made a huge leap from yeah. um year before last to last year, you know, stopped doing those, you know, nineteen footers, started right. shooting threes or driving. I mean, he just made a lot of smart uh, decisions. Jalen Brown is still really good, great defensive player. Yep. I mean, I think like you said, uh Kimba is has been injured, isn't the player he used to be, but it's nice to have him as the third fourth option. Right, it's. I mean, and I. I like the Naismith um pick because I, I forgot what number it was. Fifteen. I forgot where their pick was. Where was Boston? Fourteen. Pick? Fourteen. Okay, close. Um, I mean, I, I. don't think it's that much of a reach there. Um, but yeah, Tristan Thompson, uh, Tice. That's one of their issues. Last couple of years has been a big man in the playoffs yeah. that can defend. Um, <clears throat> Jeff Teague as a backup point guard. I mean, they are very deep. Great coach. They should make a run for the Eastern Conference Finals, like, right. like usual, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of my Tier 2 teams. Those are my title, or, th- yeah, those are my title contenders. Uh, in Tier 3, I have my fringe title contenders. These are teams that are on the cusp of being a, a title contender. I wouldn't be extremely surprised if these teams were contending for their title. But there is a gap between these teams and the teams in my in my second tier. Uh, starting at number 7, I have the Dallas Mavericks. Um uh, the the big the key with this team is Luka Doncic. Is he the best player in the world or not? Uh because like if he's an, if he's the MVP next year, he's like he's probably like become at least the top three player in the NBA. Um uh, and if he is at that level, then his impact is probably insane and he's probably taking this roster which shouldn't be contending for a title. I um, mean, he's probably led them to a, a top three seed in the, in the Western Conference, which would be incredibly impressive. But I do like what the Mavericks did over the offseason. They they added Josh Richardson. They added Josh Green. Both of those players uh, will help out their defense, um, which was a huge issue with them last year. They were historically good on... Or actually, they had the best offense ever uh, last year, but their defense was horrendous. They also got Tyrell Terry in the second round. They gave him a four-year deal, so you can see what they thought of Tyrell Terry. He's going to have a big role in this team now and in the future moving forward. But their lineup, they got Tim Hardaway Jr., obviously Luka, Josh Richardson, Maxi Kleber, and Chris stapps Porzingis is actually going to miss some time uh, with that knee injury he suffered in the playoffs. Uh, but he's a star. He's a really good big man. He can spread the floor. He's a good defender. He looked awesome in the playoffs. And the co- and the duo of Luka Doncic and Chris Tapps, it's extremely dangerous. Uh, but I, I like what the Mavericks did addressing their issues on defense. They got Josh Green and, and um and Josh Richardson. And they got Tyler Bay in the draft. I mean, they did a really good job of addressing their weaknesses. Tyrell Terry's gonna be a great backup point guard. Or I mean, maybe he can start at some point in the season and play alongside Luka Doncic. That would provide that would, you know, bring up some defensive issues. Uh, but he's a good secondary shot creator who will play really well next to Luka. I like what they did over the offseason. I don't love the roster. Like, I don't love it. I, I, I don't love it enough to say it's, like, a roster that I think would win a title. But that's what Luka does. Like, with his impact, with his, with his skill. Like, I think he could... Uh, lead this team to heights that it wouldn't be able to see otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, I mean, obviously, no joke, it's his team. He's already a top five player in yeah. my mind, and I think in most at this point. I think at the end of this year he will be a yeah. top three player. I know that's bold, but I've I've got him. I know we'll talk about it later, but I've got him as the uh, favorite to win Um the MVP of the league. I just think that he, he made such an improvement. Because, I mean, you even talked about him possibly being the, should have been the most Im- most improved player last year. Oh,
0: he should have. Like, easily. He should have received every vote. So, I mean, he should have won at United. Yeah, and he's
1: been a pro for, I know this is his third year, but he's been a pro for like five, six yeah. years playing overseas. But, I mean, and I'm a huge fan of Maxi Kleber, just his defensive ability. Uh, they also have, is it Willie Colley-Stein? Is that who's going to start instead of? Ah uh, uh, yeah, Porzingis. So, I mean, that's a bit rough, but... it, it, he's not trash. But yeah, it's a huge drop. You know, dropping uh, production. Yeah. Um, love Tyrell Terry, like you said, he. You know, most second round picks either get two way contracts or you know maybe a year. Yeah, not a four years. years. Yeah, that's ridiculous because they they know what they got in him. Yeah, but... uh, I love this team because of Luca. Uh, love the, you know what they can do. Didn't expect him to put up a fight in the playoffs and they did in the first round. So you can't wait to see them. And yeah, it goes as far as Luka can take them. But I, I think they'll be fighting for a, um, fourth spot in the West. I don't think they'll get there, Yeah. but I think that they, I mean, I think possibly ceiling is third, Yeah. but I think more than likely is fifth seed.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I, number eight, I have the Miami heat. Uh, they, they have basically the same roster they did last year or the same starting lineup. They did make some adjustments um, and made some big additions. Like they added Avery Bradley and Maurice Harkless to their bench. They also drafted Precious Achua. Yeah. Precious <laughs> Achua, who I don't know how much he's gonna play because he's kind of a bit of a raw player now, uh, so I don't expect him to play that much. Uh, but he's there. Uh, but this team, they went to the finals last year. Um, I, I I wouldn't say that it was a fluke. Um, but I just don't see them being better than like the teams ahead of them. I maybe that they, they can be better than it than the Mavericks. Um, I like their depth a little bit more. Uh, but I mean, Luka's better by a decent margin than everyone on the Heat. Um, and Porzingis is is such a good secondary option. So I don't know about that. Uh, but I love Jimmy Butler. He was awesome in the playoffs. Matt Matabayo is. One of the better young centers in or one of the better centers in the league. Not young. He's one of the better centers in the league. He's such a good defensive player. So versatile. Um he can, de- he can defend in space. He can defend along the perimeter. He's a good rim protector. Um such a good passer for a big. Um and then Avery Bradley, he's a good defender. Maurice Harkless, he's a good defender. Um, Jimmy Butler, elite shot creator. Duncan Robinson's a great shooter. Gordon Tragic. they re him. He's a good shot creator, and he played so well in the playoffs. I mean, he played so well that Chris, that Kendrick Nunn couldn't even get minutes in the playoffs, and he was the rookie of he was like a rookie of the year candidate. So, um, Gordon Drag- Dragic was awesome. They got Tyler Hero, who's a stud, played really well in the playoffs, especially for a rookie. Uh, Myers Leonard can space the floor. Don't love him starting, but that's where they are. I like this team. Um. Just, I, I don't think they're gonna be at where they were a year ago, especially with the teams ahead of them.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, a very sound, very good team. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler's still a star. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't understand the. I mean, it worked for him, but I don't understand starting Duncan Robinson instead of um Hero, but it works for it, them. It spaces the floor. Yeah, it, it works because cause he can shoot from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's just it's just
0: gravity, that. floor spacing. Yeah. Like,
1: um, I mean, he's a liability on defense, but it sets up the offense. The rest of the team can play defense. And uh, Hero comes in pretty early a lot. My my biggest question is, is Drajic. I mean, he's gotten older. He played amazing in the playoffs. So if he's anywhere near that, even if he's a tick down from that, they're going to be all right. Yeah. So, but I just, you know, he didn't have a, I mean, he had a good year, but it seemed like if he wasn't a save by the bubble, I don't know if he would have gotten the extension, and that's just me. I know you liked him. I just, I'm worried that he's going to be nowhere near as good this year.
0: Okay. That's understandable. I get that. I get that. And number nine, I have the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Their their biggest
1: issue, and the reason why they're
0: at nine for me, is they don't have a star. Like, and and you can argue that Pascal Siakam is a star. I'm going to say no after the playoffs. He was pretty terrible in the playoffs i'm gonna be completely honest i um, not gonna hold back he was not good in the playoffs he was very disappointing but i like this team overall they're well coached kyle lowry is a very very good point guard and he was good in the playoffs um he, he made some clutch plays um throughout the playoffs fred van vliet is awesome such a good shot creator and defender uh, despite his size and then OG andronobi one of my favorite players in the league so undervalued, so underrated. He's one of the best defenders in the league, um, and I think if he takes a step forward offensively, he can become a star. Uh, but I like him. And Pascal Siakam was one of the best players in the league last season, or during the regular season last year. But in the playoffs, his production took a nose nosedived, and he just wasn't at, wasn't nearly as good. Uh, and they lost Marcus but they brought in Aaron Baines, who had a really good year. In Phoenix, I like him. They also drafted Malachi Flynn out of San Diego State, who I love. I think he's going to be a great backup point guard for them. I like their depth. Just the lack of the them not having a star hurts them.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, really like the backcourt. Um, you know, um, Lowry and Van Vliet, very good, very offensive. Uh, I know Van Vliet can play some D. OG, if he if he takes the step forward, like we're hoping yeah he'll probably get max money Yeah, i think he's end of end of his contract next year at the end of next year or this coming year sorry um i know you're a big fan of Malachi flynn but um i mean yeah it's very solid team just like you said missing a star i mean if if they had a star to go on with them or if pascal siakam stepped up like he was supposed to or made the step this year yeah you know there's you know who knows what they could do so yeah i'm I'm interested to see see them yeah. and to see if it takes Kyle Lowry um, carrying the team again. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. So those those are my uh, my fringe playoff contenders. Uh, I'm gonna actually. I'm not uh, to save some time. We're gonna go through this a little bit quickly. But uh, in my tier four, these are my quality playoff teams. These are teams I think are very good teams They should make the playoffs. At ten, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Eleven, I have the Houston Rockets. Twelve, I have the Portland Trail Blazers. And 13, I have the Utah Jazz. Um, Philly, they had a great offseason, improved their floor spacing. They drafted Tyrese Maxey, who gives them a secondary shot creator who can play next to Ben Simmons. Um, they got rid of that horrendous Al Horford contract. So now they're rolling with a lineup of Ben Simmons, Danny Green, Matisse Thybulle, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. That's a lot better than they had last year. Um, And they fixed their issues. I like what Daryl Morey and Elton Brand have done. Um, They also got Seth Curry, um, Dwight Howard, Isaiah Joe. They drafted him, who I think can uh, play a little bit, even as a rookie. I just like what they did uh, with their roster. I think it fits Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid a lot better. And I think they're going to be good, uh, like very, very good as a result. Houston Rockets, this ranking will change if James Harden is traded. Uh, but they got John Wall, James Harden, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood, P.J. Tucker. I think I, they had a big, a big, um, a big off trading Russell Westbrook for John Wall. I think Wall maybe will probably be a better fit with Harden. Love it. Um, if he's healthy, I don't know about his health. That's why I'm so iffy sure. on the Rockets. Uh, but Eric Gordon's a great shooter. Chris, Christian Wood, such a good big, um, especially at his age, he can spray, space the floor. Um, and then P.J. Tucker, great shooter. I like what they have there. They also got some nice bench players. Um, they're, they're a good team. Um, it's just a bit shaky with the James Harden situation and Java's health. That's why they're at 11. Um, and then we have <clears throat> the Portland Trailblazers at 12. I like their lineup. Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Derek Jones Jr., Robert Covington, and Joseph Nurkic. Uh, Damian Lillard is a star. One of the best point guards in the league. CJ McCollum. Super good shot creator. Uh, Robert Covington's a great defender. Derek Jones Jr. I don't know if he's going to start, but he's okay. Um, and then Nurkic is one of the better centers in the league. I thought he was great in the playoffs. But the uh, addition of Robert Covington was huge for this Trailblazers team. And I think he's gonna he improves their defense. Uh, I like what they have there. Um, just I don't know how far Damian Lillard can take this Trailblazers team. Then with the Jazz, they got Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Mohan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell looked amazing in the playoffs. Um, I like Royce O'Neal; he's a good three and D guy. Bohan Bogdanovich, was a uh, he's a good scorer. They missed him in the playoffs. Uh, Mike Conley, not he didn't have a great year last year. I thought he was actually pretty good in the playoffs, uh, but in the last in in the regular season last year or last season just wasn't that good. And Rudy Gobert, we know what he is. He's one of the better centers in the league. And, and he's one of the better defenders in the entire NBA. I like him. Uh, they also added Derek Favors and Udoka, Udoka Azabuike from Kansas in the draft. So, I like that. Um, they're a good team. Just don't know how far Donovan Mitchell can take them. But those are my quality playoff teams. Any yeah, thoughts?
1: Yeah, uh, um, I'm... St- Interested in the Sixers, yeah, because they got some shooters they got out of Horford's contract. Um, I mean, and it's if they don't trade Simmons or MB, which it doesn't look like they're going to, yeah, if they don't, this is the last year, I think, right? It's, if they don't make the conference finals or more, um, then I think one of them is gone, which we can debate that. Rockets, you never know with Harden, um. And I'm not as high on the Jazz as a lot of people, but yeah. I haven't been. Right. So that's just they maybe were, that's my they bias.
0: Were, I didn't like them in the. They were pretty bad in the playoffs yeah. last
1: year. Yeah, I mean Mitchell played. Donovan Mitchell played a. Yeah, he was awesome. But um, yeah.
0: But yeah, I, was, I, I I, they were really bad in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Their offense wasn't good. Um, I, I, I had some big questions about them
1: after the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of Conley, but that. Yeah, understandable. But yeah. I thought he was really good
0: in the bubble. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, Now, in Tier 5, these are my fringe playoff teams. Teams that are good enough to make the playoffs, uh, but will likely only make it as like a 7th or an 8th seed. 14, I have the Phoenix Suns. 15, I have the Golden State Warriors. 16, I have the Indiana Pacers. 17, I have the Atlanta Hawks. 18, I have the Washington Wizards. 19, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, with the Suns, uh, they got a chance to be a really, really good team. Uh, I like Chris Paul. He was awesome last year with the Thunder. Um, should have been an MVP candidate, in my opinion. Um, and then Devin Booker, super good young scorer. Um, and I think he's going to play very well next to Chris Paul. They got Michael Bridges, good 3 and D. Uh, wing, Jake Crowder, the same. Um, and then they got DeAndre Ayton, who was really good last year. Um, improved as a shot blocker. I think he's a stud. Um, and then some other key additions. They drafted Jalen Smith. They reached for him. But he's a good replacement for Aaron Baines. And then they got Antoine Moore, um, who's a solid shooter. I like this team. And I think the addition of Chris Paul, like, elevates their ceiling drastically. Um, so I love that side, or that that trade. Um, I thought that was an awesome trade. And I like this team. Uh, Golden State Warriors. I'm a bit lower on them. Uh, I love Stephen Curry. He's the best point guard in the league. Uh, but besides him... They don't have much, especially like with the Clay Thompson injury happening. Uh, that sucks. Sucks for him, but also sucks for this team. It really limits their ceiling. Um, I, I mean, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre Jr., Draymond Green, and James Wiseman rounds out the lineup. That's not a very strong lineup, if we're being completely honest. I like Stephen Curry. I just don't know. Like, I don't know where he. Like, I I just don't like the ceiling of this team. Um, But they added Kelly Obrey Jr., James Wiseman, Brad Wanamaker, and Kent Bazemore. Um, So they improved their depth a little bit. Uh, But not having Klay Thompson on this team really hurts them. Then at 16, we got the Indiana Pacers. They got Malcolm Brogdon, Victor Oladipo, TJ Warren, DeMontis Sabonis, and Miles Turner. They actually didn't have any key additions uh, maybe I just missed it in my article, but I don't remember them adding anybody really. I don't,
1: I don't think they did.
0: I, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure why. Like, I don't think they really added anybody to their roster. Malcolm Brogdon's a good shot creator. I like him. Victor Oladipo was a star at one point, but post injury, I have a lot of questions about him. T.J. Warren, we all know he looked like Michael Jordan in the bubble. That's not gonna continue. DeMontis Simonis is awesome. I love him so much. Um, he was an all-star last year. You can run the offense through him. He's a good passer, good scorer. Just, he's like a traditional big, but I, I I really like watching him play. And then they got Miles Turner, um, who's been in, been in a lot of trade rumors, but um, I like him. Good shot creator, can space the floor a bit. This is a good solid team, um, but the, Victor Oladipo not being himself, um, Hurts as well uh, at number scene at scene at number 17 the Atlanta Hawks had probably the most active offseason out of any team in the NBA they added Danilo Gallinari Bogdan Ray Rajon Rondo Chris Dunn and Onyeka Okonglu. Um so now they got Trey Young um, it, Kevin Herner Bogdan Bogdanovic, John Collins and Clint Capella As their starting lineup, Uh, they added a lot of secondary shot creators to play alongside Trey Young, Uh, Chris Dunn, and Onyeka. Will help out from like they will improve their defense, which they needed um, because their defense was horrendous last year. Um, John Collins and Clint Capella are an interesting fit, uh, but Danilo Gallinari can play. Um, He's going to come off the bench. I think he's going to be really, really good this year. They made some huge improvements to their roster. And I like what we have with the Hawks. Um, at number 18, the Washington Wizards. They traded for Russell Westbrook, who I think makes them a playoff caliber team. Um, he, they also got Bradley Beal, who was awesome last year. Averaged 30 points per game, I believe. If, right not, there, if, if, not, if not, if not, like yeah. right at it. They also got Davis Bertans, who's a, a great shooter. And Rui Achimura and Thomas Bryant to round out the starting lineup. They also drafted Denny, uh, Denny Abdia in the draft. Don't know how much of an impact he's gonna have, but he's a solid player. I like this lineup. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal will they they automatically make this a playoff caliber team. Just don't I just don't know the ceiling of the Wizards. And then at 19 we got the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they're basically the same team they were last year, just with Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman, Killian Tilly, and Robert Woodard, who are all four rookies. Uh, but John Morant, I think he'll take a, a step forward this year. Um, Jaron jackson jr i love him he can shoot and he's a good defender kyle anderson dylan brooks super solid players and Jonas valanchunas um this is a solid team just there's not a lot of star power um but it's a well coached team got a lot of depth super solid um i like what we have in memphis
1: yeah <clears throat> going back to the suns um really like that i mean the addition of chris paul um, I mean, I, to be honest, I thought he was almost done a year, year and a half ago, and he's yeah. proving wow. me wrong. He, I mean, he's he's still one of the best point guards. He's really, really good, and he's just gonna make that team better. Golden State Warriors. As much as I like them, you take Curry off the team, yeah. This team, they're probably last. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's it's gonna be interesting gonna to be see what year. he can carry. It's him. Gonna exactly. Be a tough exactly, year. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Pacers solid, but again, they just don't have the fire, the star power. I can't wait to see what the Hawks can do. They've spent all the money. Trey Young is projected to get thirty and ten. One of only four players ever to do that. Yeah, um, can't wait to see if he can do that. Wizards. Bradley Bill is a star now. Uh, I mean, I guess now is not really the right term. He's been really good the last couple of years, but uh, that's a that's a really good team. Or sorry, sorry. Really good starting five. Yeah, and we'll see. What, I don't
0: know. I mean, they got decent depth. They have good depth. Um, I just, I mean, I could see them at seventeen, maybe even sixteen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but like they've I just said, been the, so these, bad these lately. These are so fluid exactly. oh, yeah. that they yeah. could go like they could be at fifteen. Like yeah. the Hawks could be at sixteen. Like the the rankings are fluid.
1: And yeah, Memphis, really good, solid starting lineup, young but good. And yeah. then they add a lot more good young yeah. talent with Tilly yeah. and uh, oh, yes. Tillman. And I can't wait to see what they can do near the end of the year. Because, I mean, beginning of the year, a lot of these young players aren't going to be good. Yeah. They're not going to know what you know the NBA is like. So we'll see what they do at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that rounds up my fifth tier. Tier six I have on the outside looking in. These are teams that aren't quite playoff caliber teams, in my opinion. Uh, 20, the Sacramento Kings, 21, the New Orleans Pelicans, 22, the San Antonio Spurs, 23, the Minnesota, and, and, and 23, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, now the the Kings, they got De'Aaron Fox, I like him a lot, uh, good, young, point guard, super fast, incredible athleticism, Buddy Heald's a great shooter, he's going to, I'm pretty sure he's going to start now, uh, now that Bogdan Bogdanovich is in Atlanta. Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley uh, III, and Rashawn Holmes rounds out the starting lineup. They drafted Tyrus Halliburton, um, and they added Glenn Robinson III through free agency. Good team, uh, but really, really young, and no one that's like, like, there's not a star player. Um, and I don't think Darren Fox can carry this team through the playoffs. Uh, but I did like the way they played at the end of the regular season. Thought they thought they looked really good, and I like the addition of Tyrus Halliburton. 21, the Pelicans. Weirdly constructed roster. Uh-huh. Uh, they got four guys that can't shoot in their starting lineup. Alonzo Ball, Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Steven Adams make up a, a, a pretty solid starting lineup, uh, but Ball, Bledsoe, Williamson, and Adams, none of them can shoot, um... So I think that's it's just a weird fit with that starting lineup. They did add Eric Bledsoe when they drew Holiday trade. They signed Stephen Adams, who was a solid center, and they drafted Kyra Lewis Jr., who I could see potentially taking Lonzo Ball's job because it doesn't lo- it doesn't look like the Pelicans like Lonzo Ball as their long term uh, future at the point guard position. Uh, and Kyra Lewis Jr. is a good shooter, so I think uh, he might be a better fit with this lineup. Uh, but Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe. That's a good defensive backcourt. Brandon Ingram was an All-Star last year, and he's a star in this league. Zion Williamson has some potential to be a star if he can stay healthy, and Steven Adams is a solid center. You got a lot of talent on this team. It just doesn't really mesh very well. It's not a good fit. Now the Spurs, uh, I, they're good or they're they're solid. They're just old, um, and they're pre they're a prehistoric team. They haven't adapted to the modern game. They don't shoot a lot of threes. Uh, Deontay Murray and Derek White, they're an okay backcourt. Not great. DeMar DeRozan, he's a good player. um, Just doesn't shoot a lot of threes. Doesn't space the floor, which you'd like to see out of your, out of your starting small forward. LaMarcus uh, Aldridge, um, solid, powerful, but he's aging. And then Jacob Poto is their center. I like what they did in the draft, getting Devin Vassell and Trey Jones. Um, uh, This team is just, <clears throat> it it's it, it stuck in the mid-2000s. At number 23, we have the Timberwolves. Uh, I like D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. I think that's a great duo, um, and they surrounded them with Malik Beasley, Anthony Edwards, and Juan Hernan Gomez. I like Anthony Edwards. Um, I don't love the fit in Minnesota. I would have picked Devin Vassell at number one, which would have been an unpopular pick, but would have been the right pick now and moving forward into the future. They also signed Ed Davis. um D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns are both stars and are both like pretty good players. Like they, they are really, really good NBA players. Uh but they're both horrendous defensively. And I think this team is gonna struggle defensively. They don't have a whole lot of depth, which is an issue, and that's why I have them at twenty
1: three. Yeah, and the uh Kings I like De'Aaron Fox. Uh, but he's not he's not the star. He's not the number one option, or at least for a contending team. Yeah. The only thing I, I'm looking forward to them is on the Halliburton because he got a lot of height yeah. near the draft. So I want to see oh, what yeah. he can do. Pelicans, yeah. Kyra Lewis will be the starting the starting point, if not before next year. Yeah. He'll um, they will be. You look at the roster, you would think, oh, they're a good team, but yeah, no floor spacing. It's just going to be yeah. difficult to watch. Yeah. Spurs solid team. If you don't bring your A day, A game, you could lose to them, but they shouldn't do anything. I yeah. mean they yeah, they're just um a good thing. And think they've re- started the the rebuild yeah. soft with the Faselle and Trey uh Trey Jones. Timberwolves, great offense, awful defense. Yeah. About it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I mean
0: I, I, I love D'Angelo Russell. I love Carl Anthony mm-hmm. Towns. I like Anthony Edwards. This just I, their their offensive output, I don't know if it's gonna be enough to make up for their defensive output. like it They're, they're going to be so <laughs> bad defensively. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns is one of the best shooting big men of all time. And the Angel Russell was such a good shot creator and a really good passer. Just, ugh, it's going to be so bad defensively. Ugh.
1: And it's sad because you know, are they wasting Carl Anthony Towns' career? Yep, they are. I mean, mm. they are. Uh, that finishes my, my sixth
0: tier. At tier seven, I have... Uh, there's always next year. These teams will lose a lot of games, but hey, they'll be fun to watch on League Pass. That's Chicago Bulls at 24, number 25, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, and number 26, the Orlando Magic. The Bulls, they're good and young. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better with the new head coach and Billy Donovan. Um, Laurie marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. I think should have really big years without Jim Boylan at the helm. Um, Zach Levine is a really good player. He can score and score efficiently. Um, He's a stud. Kobe White, I'm not high on him, but he can score. If he can start scoring efficiently, I think he's going to be a pretty good player. Um, And Otto Porter Jr., he can defend along the perimeter and shoot. Um, He's just overpaid. But this is a good young team. Um, They're just at 24 because there's a lot of talented teams ahead of them.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, they're fun to watch. Good young players, you know, decent to good at each position. Yeah. Um, but just, I mean, nothing nothing special.
0: Yeah, I agree. And number 25, the Hornets. Uh, good young team, like the Bulls. Like, <laughs> they drafted LaMelo Ball. They signed Gordon Hayward. Uh, they drafted Grant Riller and Jay McDaniels. They already had Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, uh, PJ Washington, and Cody Zeller. Um, I think LaMelo Ball is going to start. ESPN doesn't have him starting for, in their depth chart, uh, but he should win that starting job in training camp, even with just a, a one month to prepare for the season. Um, the The combination of Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball is going to be fun to watch. Hayward's overpaid, but he is a, a good player, um, and the numbers back that up. Um, it's going to be a fun team to watch. They're young, uh, got got some young talent. I just don't think they're going to they're gonna lead It's gonna lead the wins uh but hey like i said they're gonna be fun to watch in the league pass yeah
1: they'll be fun to watch and you know is this Lamelo balls team from day one yes you know, they're showing that <laughs> yes they're, they're saying he's not even a starter but yeah it's his team i mean Devonte yeah. graham played over his head last yeah. year right so i mean they've got a lot of good young talent not a lot of wins or at least not 500 um but they'll be fun to watch and they'll be yeah. Another solid team.
0: Yeah, I mean PJ Washington had mm-hmm. a really good rookie yeah. year. He was great. Devontae Graham was awesome last year, um, as a starter. They got a lot of young talent, so they'll be fun to watch. Uh the Orlando Magic, I I they made the playoffs last year and I cannot explain or I cannot describe or explain enough how much I hate this roster. It's just <laughs> not very good. Um, it's kind of unbelievable that they made the playoffs last year with Markel Fultz, Evan forty eight, James Ennis the third. Aaron Gordon and Nikola Vucevic as their starting lineup, Um, that's just not great. That's not—I don't look at that and say, oh, yeah, that team's making the playoffs. I mean, I get get that the East was weak, but come on. Uh, This is an okay team. I like Markel Fultz. He was good last year. Ever 48, solid. Um, Aaron Gordon, okay. And Vucevic is a really good—one of the better bigs in the league. I like the addition of Cole Anthony through the draft— I'm not high on this team. They're not. They're not going to have Jonathan Isaac due to injury. Um, I, I, they don't have DJ Augustine anymore. I think he went to Milwaukee.
1: I think that's right.
0: Yeah. Don't. I, I, um, I, I think. I think he went to Milwaukee. They don't have him. There. It's just. I'm not. I'm not high on this team. I'm not going to want to watch them either. Um. They're like in their own tier of like they're they're okay. They made the playoffs last year, but I'm not gonna watch them.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not gonna beat themselves, but they're like a B-rated Spurs. They're like, I mean, yeah, the, they're, they're like okay. Yeah, they're just they nothing special, nothing really good. I mean, yeah, they just, overperformed
0: yeah. last year. Everyone got better ahead of them, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a rough year.
1: Yeah. Uh, at number eight, in my
0: eighth tier, I got the uh, the Cade Cunningham contenders. These are the worst teams in the league who will be in the hunt to select the uh, projected number one overall pick. Katie Cunningham, uh, who was awesome. We love <laughs> Katie Cunningham. Uh, number 27, I have the Oklahoma city thunder, uh, number 28, they have the New York Knicks, 29, the Cavs, and then number 30, I have the Detroit Pistons. All these teams suck. I don't care how you want me to rank them. They're all, they're all terrible. So, uh, their placement doesn't really matter. The thunder, they have SGA at the point and they have Al Horford. I think that's going to be enough to keep them from being the worst team in the league. Um, uh, I'm just not like I don't think Shea is gonna is gonna like elevate their ceiling enough. Yeah, are not contending for the first
1: pick. Yeah, he, he doesn't have enough to for them to win games, but they're not bad enough to lose. I'm not, a, I
0: just don't. I don't ton. like I him mean, as like the number one option right, at yeah. this stage in his career. Sure. Al Horford. This <clears> is a much better fit for him than Philly was. So I think he's gonna have a big year. They also added George Hill in for agency, who's a good backup point guard. But this is not a great uh, starting lineup. you got Hamidou Diallo, Le Guince, Dort, and Darius Baisley, who I, I don't know if any of them can starting. shoot the ball. Yeah. Um, I know Dort and Diallo can. I, I'm not too familiar with Baisley's game. Uh, but Dort, great great peri- perimeter defender, cannot shoot the ball. And Diallo, explosive athlete, but he cannot shoot the ball. Just don't like this team, even with SGA and Al Horford. The Knicks.
1: They're the Knicks. They're terrible. Their <laughs>
0: roster doesn't fit together at all. Obi Toppin, uh, he's an explosive athlete and can space the floor, but to really unlock everything that he provides offensively, you need to be able to space the floor around him, and the Knicks can't. Uh, they don't have a good point guard, or they don't have like a reliable point guard. Um, RJ Bear is good. But he just doesn't fit the roster. Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson, they're solid. Mitchell Robinson's actually pretty good. I like him. Um, I don't even know if he started that much last season, which is insane to think about. Uh, they, they were active in free agency in in, uh, in the draft. They added to be top end. Uh, Emmanuel quickly. I don't have him in key additions because I don't see him as a key addition. Although they drafted him in the first round. Uh, that tells you how what I think about that pick. But they signed Alec Burks, who's solid. Ner- Ner- Nerlens Noel, Austin Rivers, and Michael K. gilchrist mm-hmm. This team is like they got some talent. It just doesn't fit together at all.
1: Yeah, it's just it's the way the Knicks have been the past few years. They're yeah. just they're uh that's it. That's the Knicks.
0: Yep. And then at twenty nine, we got the Cavaliers. They're young. You got some talent with Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. I just don't think those two guys are good enough to like elevate. This team's ceiling to where it's not one of the worst teams in the league. Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Not a great backcourt. Sexton um, is playing at uh, the shooting guard position. Um, he's a, a good scorer. Just I don't like with his size. I don't love him uh, playing uh shooting guard and having to guard other um, other twos and threes. Then they got Isaac Okoro. I like the pick. I would have taken Killian Hayes at number five uh, if I were the Cavs, but. I think that's a solid pick, and um, and he'll play pretty well as a as a uh, rookie. This team is just young. Um, they added Matthew Dellavedova and Damian Dotson in free agency, but it's just a young team.
1: Yeah, it's a young team with not much direction. <clears throat> I mean, they're not like doesn't seem you know they don't they haven't gotten their key piece to build around because uh, you know Love and Drummond are not part of their future. So it's it yeah it's like I said about the Knicks, it's the Cavs. Oh, yeah.
0: And at number 30, I have the Detroit Pistons. Um, It's going to be a rough year. They got Killian Hayes, rookie point guard. I think he's going to have a big year. Um, Then they got DeLon Wright, Jeremy Grant, Blake Griffin, Mason Plumlee. That's not a terrible starting lineup, Uh, but I I don't know if you can rely on Blake Griffin with his health issues. Uh, Killian Hayes, although he's good and talented, he's also a rookie. He's gonna make plenty of mistakes. He's gonna be trying to. Uh, he's try, he's gonna try to learn the NBA game, uh, and 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 there's gonna be some bumps in the road, like like there there always is with the rookies. But um, I think he'll have a good year. Jeremy Grant don't like that signing at all. Uh, he just doesn't. He's good and he's worth the money. He just he doesn't fit the Pistons timeline with where they are as a franchise. Uh, and then they had a pretty terrible draft outside of Killian Hayes. I didn't like the Isaiah Stewart pick. I didn't like the Sadiq May pick. Bay is understandable, but they could have had Tyrese Maxey, which would have been a much better selection. Um, and I don't know why they selected Isaiah Stewart if they were going to just sign Mason Plumley and uh, Jalil Okafor in free agency. That just basically ruins your pick. You might as well have just not even made a selection there at 16. Um, this team is just... I I it's just nothing special. Yeah. Really.
1: The the only thing I'm interested in is to see how Kuzma. Yeah. That's he's the, the only yeah. reason why I'm going to be that's watching it. this team. And and see if maybe see if Blake Griffin can still dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I it's... mean, yeah, I mean Blake Griffin's
0: super talented. I just, right. Like his health is a big question mark. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that that finishes up my uh my power rankings. Now let's move on to my playoff predictions. We're gonna just run through this super quick so we can get through the. Uh, the awards. Uh, this is this basically follows how I rank these teams in my power rankings. So in the Eastern Conference, number one, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Number two, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Number three, I have the Boston Celtics. Number four, I have the Miami Heat. Number five, I have the Toronto Raptors. Number six, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Number seven, I have the Indiana Pacers. And number eight, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and then on the outside, looking in, I have uh, number nine, the Washington Wizards. Number 10, the Chicago Bulls. Now, I would not be surprised to see the Hawks and the Wizards make the playoffs and the Pacers miss or to see the Hawks miss and the and the Wizards make it. Um, But, uh, oh, but they're also going to have the play-in tournament, right? That's
1: what right? I was about to say, yeah. So, 7 and 8 play each other. The winner is the seven seed. The 9 and 10 play each other. Oh, really? Yes, the 9 That's and 10 play each other. The winner of that plays the eight for the play-in. I did not. I that. didn't know that either. I heard, um, oh, I just went wow. blank. Wow. Uh, Schlenk on um, 99 huh. saying that, yeah.
0: Okay, so the, the Hawks are, like, I, I I would be extremely shocked if the Hawks are not playing in a play-in. Exactly, yeah. Like, they should definitely make a play-in game. But I didn't realize that's how it worked. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So yeah, that's my top 10. Uh, and then, in the Western Conference, I have the, one, the Los Angeles Lakers, two, the Denver Nuggets, Three, the Los Angeles Clippers. Four, the Dallas Mavericks. Five, the Houston Rockets. Six, the Portland Trailblazers. Seven, the Utah Jazz. And eight, the Phoenix Suns. Then on the outside looking in, I have the Golden State Warriors at nine. And number 10, the Memphis Grizzlies. So, that's how it's looking in the Western Conference. All right, now let's move on to the regular season awards predictions. Um, These are my predictions, obviously, for each regular season award. Um, And I have my my top three candidates and one Dark Horse candidate for the Most Valuable Player Award. I think Luka Doncic is going to win it. Um, Then second, I have Giannis. Third, I have Anthony Davis. And my Dark Horse candidate is Jason Tatum. I think Luka, um, I know he's the trendy pick for the award, but um, I actually agree with the consensus. I think it's going to be either him or Giannis, and I think the voter fatigue is going to take Giannis out of the running Uh, For the award, I think he'll be a a candidate. I just don't think he's gonna finish as the winner Uh, And that's unfortunate, but that's how the voting goes Um, And I think Luka Doncic is gonna have a big year I think the the Mavs are are gonna be a top-four seed in the West and I think that's gonna be enough for him to Win the MVP award and Anthony Davis. I think he's one of the more underrated players in the league He was so good last year and statistically he was better than LeBron James now LeBron James won the MVP. Um, I think having another top ten uh, uh, teammate will hurt Anthony Davis. I know it didn't hurt LeBron James last year, but it did hurt Stephen Curry and KD uh, when they were playing together in Golden State from 2017 to 2018. Or for, yeah, from 2017 to 2019, um, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be like an elite player on both ends of the floor, um, and I think his production will go up as. You know he has a bigger role offensively with LeBron entering his, the final stage of his career, but like I said, having another top ten teammate, it's probably gonna hurt uh, Anthony Davis' case for the MVP. And then as my dark horse candidate, I have Jason Tatum. He took a big leap last year and became a star like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if he takes another leap and leads the uh, Celtics to a to like a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. I think he can be an MVP candidate.
1: Yeah. It's, I agree with exactly, you know, your four or three in a dark horse. I think yeah. Giannis, the only chance he has of of winning is if he has redeveloped his shooting. Yeah. If he comes out and shoots a lot more at a higher clip and it looks more um, yeah. free-flowing, yeah. I could see that possibly. Because uh, they're going to win games. Right. I mean, it's going to, I mean, that, that's not, the the win-loss isn't going to make a difference. Right. And for Dark Horse, I want to throw um, Jamal Murray in there. Okay. If he, because, I mean, they're a three, they're a two through four seed regardless. So, But if yeah. they go nuts, if he continues okay. that like he did in the bubble or progress, I mean, Dark Horse for a reason. But, I mean, I'd, I'd throw that name out there.
0: Another Dark Horse I would have is... Uh, um. Uh, ben Simmons.
1: Oh, like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he could
0: have a big year with the newly constructed 76ers roster. I agree. Another guy, I just thought of him. Um the Suns would have to like drastically overachieve but Devin Booker possibly
1: if they overachieve, would Booker get it instead of um, Chris Paul? Obviously, it would depend on numbers, but.
0: Well, I, I just think with his production. Yeah, i, I was just no, I, him, I, agree. I mean, yeah. Chris Paul would obviously be the driver of their success, but. Exactly, yeah. Um, I was just thinking, like, Devin Booker. Yeah, possibly, Devin Booker will have yeah, the better that No,
1: That's fun, yeah.
0: But, yeah, so uh, here are my Rookie of the Year picks. My winner is LaMella Ball. Um, second, I have Killian Hayes. Third, I have Anthony Edwards. And my dark horse is Cole Anthony. So I think LaMella Ball. He's going to have a great year. I know ESPN doesn't have him as a starter, but I think he's going to start out of the gate. Um, and he, He's just a, a passing wizard, and he's, he's got a great handle. Um, he's not going to be efficient, and I worry about him defensively with his effort on that end. Um, but I think he's going to put up big numbers, and I think that's going to be enough to win the award. Um, he's gonna be fun to watch, and, and the media is gonna fall in love with him as a rookie, and that's gonna be huge with with this award and with the voting. Um, second, Killian Hayes, I think he's gonna put, put up big numbers. Um, uh, man, I don't think he's gonna be as good as Lamelo Ball. I don't think he's as ready to lead a team as Lamelo is at this point, and I think the Pistons are just a worse fit. I, I, I think he's a, uh, I, I don't know I, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. I don't think the Pistons are as good of a fit for him as the Hornets are for Lamelo, right. and so I think he's gonna put up numbers. I just think that I don't I don't think he's gonna be as good with that, with the Pistons team, and I honestly think that he that his case will get will be will like be hurt by the fact that the Pistons are gonna be one of the worst teams in the league. That shouldn't matter with this award, in my opinion, but I think it will. And third, Anthony Edwards. You know, he's going to have a smaller role than Hayes and LaMelo, uh, but he, he, he's an electric scorer. He's going to put up numbers, um, and, and his scoring prowess is undeniable. Um, if he's able to average a bunch of points somehow, I think he'll be in the conversation. I just don't think he's going to win it. Cole Anthony, depending on how much he plays, um, he's a good enough scorer to put up points and to put up the production, to at least put his name, in that conversation. Um, But I think LaMelo Ball is going to win this award with ease.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I would change your third uh, because I think the Warriors are going to change their play play this year without Clay. So I'll I'll throw Wiseman in there just as a potential. Oh, yeah. Um, And and because I think the Timberwolves are going to be awful. So, you know, maybe. Uh, And Dark Horse, I said it. I know you said he might not get enough playing time, but I I still think the Tyrell Terry – as yeah. a dark horse, because I think that four-year contract shows that they're invested in him, so maybe right. he will eh, dark horse. I wanted
0: to go dark horse for my dark horse. I wanted to go Tyrese Maxley. I just yeah. I just don't know if he's gonna play enough. Yeah, don't know if he's gonna play enough. If he does play, and like if at some point he becomes a starter, I he's my dark horse. Right, I'm um, with you. but yeah. So defensive player of the year. I have first my winner is Giannis. Uh, then I have second Anthony Davis. Third, Rudy Gobert, and my dark horse is OG Ananobi. Yeah, these, I get that these are like the three finalists for the award. Um, or these were the three finalists last year, but they're the best def- They're three of the best defenders in the NBA, and this award caters to big men. Mm-hmm. Um, and Giannis was the best defender in the league last year by pretty big margin. Yeah. Like it wasn't really that close. Um, when you look at all the advanced metrics. Um, and I think he's gonna be up there again. Uh, he fits the bug scheme really well, um, and that buck scheme is gonna be good once again. Anthony Davis, like I don't, I, I just don't know what I need to say with these guys. They're all elite defenders. Um, I think Giannis and Anthony Davis have the edge over Rudy Gobert because of their versatility. Both can defend the perimeter um, better than Rudy Gobert can. uh Antetokounmpo is an interesting choice because I think he's. He was statistically one of the better defenders in the league last year. If his pick-and-roll defense can improve a little bit, I could see him um, contending for this award. Uh, but like I said, the award caters to big, so it'll be hard for him to win it. But he's such a stud um, on that end of the four.
1: Yeah, and uh, Gobert gets hurt because of his lack of offense. Yeah. So he's sometimes in the games he's not out there as much. Right. Um, and, you know, I'll throw a dark horse um, – yeah, I like the OG pick, but um, you know, possibly a Bam, um, oh, not a bio. Yeah. So can I mean, Yeah. Um, I mean that, another another yeah, good one yeah, but Bam's a, on another good defensive team. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't I didn't even think about him. That's a good choice. Uh, also, Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really. Good. But oh. it's it's so hard for guards to win it nowadays. Like I don't even remember True. the last time. Yeah. A guard won the award. It's so hard. Gary Payton. No idea. For, maybe. <laughs> Uh, all right, so six men of the year. First, I have Dennis Schroder. Second, Lou Williams. Third, Danilo Gallinari, and my dark horse is Derrick Rose. Um, usually, this award goes to the person who scores the most coming off the bench. Uh, but I think Dennis Schroder ha- had a great year last year. In my opinion, he should have won this award um, while he was with the Thunder last last uh, season, but he didn't. Uh, but now he's going to be with the Lakers, and he's going to have the same role. He's going to be coming off the bench. I think his production may decrease a little bit, but I think he's going to have a great year playing next to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And and the Lakers are going to be a media darling this year. The media is going to – you're going to see the Lakers on ESPN every single day. They're they're going to be on Bleacher Report every single day. Like, like, they're going to – the media is going to talk about the Lakers 24-7. I think that helps Dennis Schroeder's case, and that's why I think he's going to win the award. And Lou Williams, he's up there because – he, he always is. He puts up points. He puts up points efficiently. Now, his numbers have decreased a bit in the last couple of years, both if it, like when you look at his his pure volume and efficiency. Um, So, that's a little bit concerning, but I still think he's going to put up double-digit points, and he's going to be up for this award once again, whether he's playing for the Clippers or not. He's going to be up there. And third, Danilo Gallinari. Now, he was awesome last year for the Thunder as a starter. He's going to be coming off the bench in Atlanta. And he, he's a great three-point shooter, um, a good perimeter player. And playing next to Trey Young, that's a great fit. And I think that Trey can elevate his game, uh, even though he's coming off the bench. And I think he's going to have a big year. I might even be too low on him. And I could realistically see him winning this mm-hmm. award. Um, and Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose had a great year last year. Uh, I mean, he averaged 26 points, three assists, Uh, Or three rebounds and eight assists last year for 75 possessions. Uh, And I think he's going to be productive again this year as he mentors Killian Hayes. Uh, I mean, I I can't really, I really can't believe that he wasn't up for consideration last year. Because he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he averaged 18 points per game. I mean, he was
1: so good coming off the bench. Um, For a bad team.
0: He came off the bench, right? Yeah. That's what I, I thought.
1: I think there was an injury that he did start near the end of the M- maybe year. Maybe he didn't think, come off the bench enough. Th- th- yeah, he might not M- have enough. Be, but um, uh, if, yeah. he,
0: if he's like, – <clears throat> with Killian Hayes, he should be the full-time starter. Uh, Hayes should be the full-time starter. Uh, Rose should be coming off the bench. And I think, I think he'll have a good chance to win this award.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like Derrick Rose there. Um, I mean, another one, Dark Horse, um, and I mentioned it when we were going over the teams, Tyler Hero. Yeah. I mean, if he uh, – if he continues to not even progress, but just plays like he did in the yeah. in the bubble, um, but yeah, who knows? But it, like you said, it, it usually goes to whoever scores the most coming yeah, off the which bench. Sucks, yeah, but true. That's
0: how it is. Mm-hmm. All right. For my most improved player, um, first I have Jamal Murray. Second, I have Michael Porter Jr. Third, I have I have Wendell Carter slash Larry Markkinen, um, and then Dark Horse Anobi. Um yeah, it's, it's, it's rare to see uh, p- two players from the same team finish first and second for any kind of regular season award, but I think it can like actually happen this year. Jamal Murray, if he's the same player he was in the bubble, he's winning this award unanimously, and it's not even going to be close, Um, so I don't really think I have to uh, <laughs> really go deep into why I have him winning this award. He was so good in the bubble, and he was so much better than he was in the regular season. And if he's that kind of, if he's putting up that kind of production once more, he's winning this award. Uh, second, Michael Porter Jr. I think if he takes that leap forward, and becomes, um, like it, and, and becomes a consistent shot creator. Um, I think he's gonna be able to win this award depending on his role within the Nuggets offense. Um, it just really depends on how how much he's developed offensively. Defensively, he's gonna be terrible. Um, but he's got star potential as an offensive player. Uh, and if he if he can kind of tap into that that potential, he's gonna be able to uh, put up a case for this award. Now the Bulls. I mentioned earlier that I think that Wendell Carter Jr. and Laurie Markkinen are gonna have big years under Billy Donovan. Um, I think they're both going to have bigger roles within the offense, and I think the production will reflect that, and because of that, I think they're going to both have a case for this award. And my dark horse, OG Ananobi. he's one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's one of the most undervalued wings in the NBA. He's so good defensively, and he's young. If he can take a step forward offensively, um, and he, he's a great shooter. He shot really well from three last year on decent volume. Uh, if he becomes more of a shot creator, we're looking at a star here, and so I think he—he um—he's my dark horse, my dark horse pick uh, for the most improved player award.
1: Yeah, um, I think that Jamal Murray is going to suffer from the Luca. Okay. Um it makes sense. Already a really good player, so for him to win this he'd have to basically be in the top three in mvp which i don't think he will but i think he will make that big step but i love the uh michael porter jr pick because i really think that he is gonna take that next step right gonna be in the starting role gonna maybe struggle a little bit in the beginning but i think that he will play really well i like the marketing um wendell carter jr as well um marketing is a Freak at that big of a big of a body and they could yep. shoot. Uh, I could see that going well. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a dark horse, so I mean, I'm I I'll, I'll, I'll like your picks there.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of other players that could have been like a dark horse, most improved player. Um, like maybe like Tyler Hero, possibly, he was so good in the bubble. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing, it's kind of um tough when someone um does, you know, ends the year well. Yeah. There's so much more pre- I don't want to say Ooh, pressure. Donovan but... Mitchell.
0: Oh, has he already won it? No. No, he hasn't won it. Mm. I don't think. He actually might have. He might Harry have only Bledsoe? won the He's too old.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, statistically, I mean, he wasn't. Well, I don't know about statistically. We didn't think he played well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he was so, solid in
0: the regular season and playoffs. Maybe, He's yeah. never been good. Right. I'm trying to think of other like players that could be up for this award. Um, I At this point, I'm just trying to remember the odds. Like, who was up for it? Yeah. Um, hmm, SGA, I mean, he could be up for it again. Sabonis? Like he, like he was last year. Sabonis could be up for it again. A- SGA... He he's a dark horse potentially. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's because a good he's dark gonna horse, have yeah. like he's gonna have the keys to the offense now. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna be playing along alongside Chris Paul. He's gonna be taking all the big shots. He's gonna be the pri- primary shot creator there in Oklahoma City. I know they're gonna suck, but he 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 could he, 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 he could win this award potentially.
1: Christian Wood possibly. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just like kind of going thing. through some starting lineups of. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: All right, let's finish this out with the Coach of the Year Award. So, my winner is Frank Vogel. Um, my second, my runner-up, Nick Nurse. Third, Doc Rivers. And my dark horse is Lloyd Pierce. Um, the Lakers, they have the best team in the league. I think they're going to win the most games. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, the media is going to cover them like crazy. It's going to be 24-7 coverage of the Lakers. And because of that, I think Frank Frank Vogel is going to win the, the award this year. Um, uh, other coaches could potentially win it but i think that the media narratives play a big role with the award or i don't think i know that media narratives play a huge role in the regular season award voting um and the media is gonna is gonna love the lakers and i think they're gonna love frank vogel so i think he's gonna win the award i think there's he's always gonna be in contention he's the best, he's one of the best coaches in the league um he gets the most out of his players and, and the Raptors are going to be a top ten team, so because of that, he's going to be in contention. And then third, I had Doc Rivers. I think I think with the adjustments or with the improvements the the 76ers made to their roster, I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna overachieve, and I think they're gonna have a big year. And if they explode, uh, Doc Rivers is gonna. He's, I think he's gonna have a chance to win the award, depending on on how well the 76ers do, what seed they have. I think he's gonna have a chance to win this award, and then my dark horse pick was Lloyd Pierce. Uh, Scott Brooks could be here as well. Um, those are two teams that I think could overachieve and could like get the sixth the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. And if the Hawks are are that high, I think Lloyd Pierce is gonna gonna be um, in consideration. Is gonna get some head coach of the year buzz. Um, it all depends on what the Hawks do. They got a good roster now. They got a lot of depth. Trey Young is a star. Um, and, and, and if they overachieve and, and get a higher seed than expected, I expect Lloyd Peterson getting buds for this award.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'd add, I know I mentioned it and I forgot his name again, Nuggets coach. Yeah, Mike Malone. He's, he's oh, always yeah, really Malone. good. Yeah. But, I mean, they're expected. I mean, it's it usually you, the, a coach that's going to get it is overachieving. Yeah, So right. it's tough for them. If they're supposed to get the two or three, it's tougher because they're not going to get the one seed. Uh, right. I mean, Lakers are going to get that, but yeah, I like your Frank Vogel because they're they're darlings this year. They're yeah, yeah they're going to get oh yeah everything. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's a dark horse, but um, Nash. Well, I was literally just about to say I mean, it's his first year, but if Durant is healthy or close, yeah. they're going to be awesome. Oh yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of other coaches. Uh, Eric Spoelstra because he's he's probably. He's a real... Yeah. He and Nurse are, in my opinion, the top two coaches in the league. Mm-hmm. So, he'll be up for it. Number... I'm, I'm thinking of where I have my teams. Maybe... Who's the Suns coach? Is he the... He's not...
1: Oh, it's the same guy. Young guy. Uh, dark hair. I forgot his name. Young guy, dark hair? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> no, is it not... What
0: happened to Lucas coach that came over and got hired by them? Did he leave a few years ago? I've done it here. Let me look it up. Because I'm thinking maybe he can win it. Because there's going to be a lot of buzz surrounding the Phoenix Suns.
1: Uh, Suns coach Monty Williams? Oh, that oh yes.
0: That's right. I was not thinking of him. Okay. That's right. Yeah, I put Monty <clears throat> Williams in that conversation. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I forgot that he was their head coach. Because they had the huge bubble run. Yeah. So, he, he could be up for the award. I'm so ready. Um... Before we head out, what what like what are teams you're most you're most excited to watch?
1: Well, the biggest things with the um, the comeback of injuries. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Nets, uh, hometown. I want to see the Hawks just to see yeah. what all that money and all the different um, pieces and how they fit together, um, how they play. Um, want to see if the Celtics make the next yeah the next jump. Um, yeah, and I want to see how some of the well, there's five or six coaches switching teams, like first year coaches from you know, that came from another team. Yeah, want to see that. So it's just they're just wanting to see see them on the court.
0: Oh yeah, obviously Mavericks. I'm going to be watching them a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching the Nets because I want to see what Durant looks like. Yep. The Lakers, um, Nuggets, uh some other like. Like obviously the Suns, I'm gonna be watching the Bulls a lot because I want to see their young guys. Um, I think under Billy Donovan, um, they're gonna be a, like a they're gonna look like a brand new team. So I want to see them. I want to see the rookies. Like my, my favorite rookies. I want to see Killian Hayes. I want to see Lamella Ball. I want to see Deb of I want to see Poku if he plays. Like yeah, right. Uh, so I'm gonna be watching oh, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I think an interesting storyline of this season that isn't being talked about, but is like what happens um, if LeBron win, if LeBron gets his fifth ring, because I think at that point we have to like seriously consider, like, consider if he's the GOAT or not. Because a fifth ring would would put like would (laughs) he it would put him right right there
1: with Jordan. I still, I still think it's too far, really? and and, and, it, and it's showing our age. I mean, me. I mean, because I was your age probably when Jordan was,
0: yeah. But, but I'm a Jordan guy. Yeah, no. And, I, know. I mean, I've been arguing for Jordan the past like two, like f- past few years. And... But Jordan's
1: got six and no losses, right? So he's six right. and zero. And if LeBron gets his fifth this year, it'd be five and five
0: and three. A oh, three, okay. Could so it'd be five three and three. Um. But he, I mean, he would have depending on who he plays this year. I mean, like he's always gonna have the twenty sixteen ring, mm-hmm. which is probably the the best ring ever. Agree, yeah. Um, but it's just something to keep up with. Something. To, I I,
1: with. I don't think that, I mean, the fact that Jordan never lost. I don't think you can even say LeBron is, unless he has six.
0: Okay. I mean I I it, it, I think it's super close. I mean I get no, no, yeah, I mean yeah. I get that Jordan never yeah. lost. I he also never he, he didn't have to play the same quality teams that LeBron had to play in the finals. Um which is the best argument for yeah, sure. for for LeBron. But I, like LeBron would have five rings. He would have the longevity. He would have the the production. Um and the event, the event statistics already say that LeBron and Jordan are in a class of their own. um, In a, in a fifth ring, with that longevity, I mean, it, it would be an interesting argument. And one I would definitely consider.
1: The question is, do you think anyone could ever overtake either? No. Yeah, I, I don't either. No. I don't see anyone... At-
0: no, like for, like a hard no.
1: Yeah, I I mean I I agree. I mean I, I don't see like, anyone... even as
0: good as Luca is. Right. Like I don't uh, I don't know because I think he's like the next guy that'll be in the goat combo. Um, but I don't. He would probably have to leave Dallas.
1: Yeah, because I mean Durant's the next highest still playing, right?
0: Him or Curry.
1: I think Durant. Yeah.
0: But but it's like one of those two, him sure, or Curry. Sure. Right, I'm not thinking
1: yeah. I don't think either of them are anywhere. I mean, not even the Stratosphere. Right, exactly. Yeah. So
0: yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I can't wait for I can't wait for this season. Mm-hmm. So many good teams. Like, there's there's not a lot of teams that are just terrible. Right,
1: yeah. I mean even teams that are gonna be in the lottery next year are gonna be exciting to watch. Most yeah. of them. I mean, there's only what, three or four teams that you wouldn't want to watch or yeah. it's not excite you to watch. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. I mean, I can't wait. It's gonna be fun to watch the preseason tomorrow. Um, yeah, we got we got ba- basketballs back, baby. Let's go! But I hope y'all enjoyed it. That's all for us today, and I will see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>